What you're about to hear was recorded in a cafe with a lapel microphone and some Apple headphones with the little microphone that hangs down, which isn't great audio quality, but it's the best we could do at the time. So if you're a stickler for great audio quality, too bad. <laughs> you said to me uh, the other day, like um, a way to make this more popular would be not to call it the HCU, but to call it Film Smash. Film Smash. <laughs> because people, because that that's a title that takes people in. Yeah, it's HCU, still sticking in my head. Film Smash. Because you, HCU, Hol uh, Hollywood Cinematic University, like oh yeah, that's kind of clever, I guess, or mm. I can see what that could be about. Film Smash. That's Smash. that's more that's more fun. It's like um, it's like screen junkies do movie fights. Where it's just they used, exactly, to, yeah. they used to debate things about films, but the has got to be intense action conflict. Anyway, <laughs> the HCU. There's nothing, no conflict in two films working harmoniously together to create <laughs> a new narrative. <laughs> Have you seen the Doctor Who episode? Let's kill Hitler. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes. So in that episode, they find themselves back in time. As, it, as off they do in Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> where they find themselves in Hitler's war room and Hitler becomes a massive... It completely falls by the wayside in the events of the story. Mm -hmm. But there is this robot filled with people who want to... Yes, okay. Who want to go back in time and kill dangerous people from history. No, to they want to torture them. Torture and punish. Yeah. Yeah, that's right punish dark episode. people in history and improve history as a result. Mm -hmm. That is the concept that I want to bring backward to its original origin story in Scooby-Doo the movie. Go on. <laughs> in which Scrappy-Doo builds a robot Rowan Atkinson <laughs> and exists inside of it to run a theme park to lure his old friends back. Okay, so wait, so wait, 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 wait give me a second. So you're saying the Scooby Doo movie is a prequel to a concept in a Doctor Who episode where a team of people in a big robot, or little people in a big robot, go back and torture people. Yes. Because he's because both of the okay. So the the the, the, the through line we've got here is. Small things in robot men and suits. Yes. Scrappy Doo okay. is the inventor of the Tesselector. Can you remember Scrappy Doo's plan in Scrappy Doo the movie? I, all, I I remember is, all I remember is vaguely what you just said there. So he's got this. So in, so in, in that film, the, the group broke up due to various arguments they had, but then they all get invited to come to this island theme park by Rowan Atkinson. Yes. So, so they all go at the same time, and while they're there, they uncover weird like monsters that cult swallow souls going on yeah well they're like there are monsters that swallow your souls and that and so there's a bit in the film where their souls get sopped and they swap bodies and it's hilarious yeah and there's a really pervy line where <laughs> freddie goes into daphne's body and says he's gonna look at her naked body it's oh. weird um and then they get back together and they stop all everyone on the island's souls being taken i don't know why the souls are being taken that's what they're i don't like remember that power, bit. power up Scrappy-Doo. Oh yeah, they make, don't they make like a giant Scrappy-Doo? Yeah. Yeah, okay, and then it makes like a giant Hulk Scrappy-Doo because he wants revenge on his friends because they kicked him out of the group, I think. I can't remember what he's doing. But he does it inside a robot. But he comes Ryan out of the Atkinson. robot and then inflates. Yeah, like he gets, they, they like, 
Oh my god, yeah, and then the chest opens and Scrappy Doo's in it. Or was the face yeah. opens or something? Okay, so. <laughs> do you have anything with this, like how he gets to the test selector, or this is just where you're going? Well, at the end of the film, he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. I think what happens when he, he gets released from prison, but. You know, the, the, surely it was not a lifetime sentence for stealing the souls of thousands of people. I think it's more a situation where, like, it's like an Airbud situation. You know the movie Airbud, where the dog plays basketball? No. Where this joke at the, the bit at the end is that there's no specific rule that the dog can't play basketball, so they let the dog play basketball. So I think there's no specific rules on how to, you know, arrest and put a dog in prison. So they're just mm. like, well, well, I mean, there's nothing we can really do here. He's like, we can't put him in prison because he's a dog, but we can't, like, put him down because he speaks English pretty well. Very, very so, well. Yes. For, for a dog. <laughs> okay, so, so he ends up free. They've got to let him go, like, basically immediately. Yeah, he runs away on walkies, and <laughs> he eventually starts a cybernetics company because he's obviously shown great <laughs> skill at that previously. Yeah. He's good enough to build a very accurate Robert Atkinson robot that he can walk around in. Yeah, and had like a person, like, did the robot have a personality or was that him acting through it? It's him it's acting like, through it, it's him controlling it. Exactly the same as the Tesla. Exactly the same. So as his cybernetics company develops, he realises that other people than his friends have been nasty in the past. Mm-hmm. And he builds a robot that can torture people. That can from back in time? He is the the person who runs the Tesselector Corporation in the Doctor Who universe. Okay, so I'm thinking it's like um, he thinks, oh, I was, I was angry at my friends uh, who ran, you know, the, the guys who solved the mysteries. You know, they, they brought justice to people, but they, that's oh, some pussy shit, right? <laughs> yes, they want to one up I'm the, gonna, mis- I'm gonna... the mystery gang. So they, what are they called? Mystery Inc. Mystery, Mystery Inc. Inc. Sure. Okay, so that's how he starts off. Before he gets to the time travel torturing people, he tries to outdo them. He sets up his own mystery team, which is better than theirs. Like, they keep beating them to all these things because they don't just, like, wander around and eventually and solve the eat, crime. Eat sandwiches, yeah. He's, and he's also, he gets more brutal. Like, he doesn't just, um, you know, find these people and uncover them. He delivers his own brand of justice when he finds out that they're not being delivered, they're not getting enough. Justice. He gives them the, the, the do justice. Yeah. Starts murdering them. Starts just straight up killing. Killing, <laughs> killing and torturing. This is where we get to the R-rated Scooby-Doo. He starts <laughs> just killing these guys. Uh-huh. And he, he goes into a sort of dog complex mode where he believes that he is the arbiter of all justice. Dog, dog complex mode. Dog, dog god complex mode. Dog god complex. <laughs> Who's the god of dogs? I don't know. Um, god, Godo. God. <laughs> um, Godog. Um, I guess it's like God complex, where he believes he's the arbiter of all justice. Exactly, he yeah. Is he's, he's so megalomaniacal. And so he starts like, he, you know, and, and he's too powerful at this point. He's made these robots, he's getting close to time travel. Like, he hasn't got there yet, but he's powerful at this point. He's getting there, so he can do like 15 minute trips. The government, the government can't stop him. <laughs> all the combined armies of the world can't stop Scrappy-Doo's Tesla Actor Company. As he, de- he delivers justice on all like, you know, people, and you can be untouched by the what. Other world, like world leaders, people who committed war crimes, exactly, all these yes. terrible things, and eventually the idea comes to him that okay, he's dealt with the present, and he'll, have, <laughs> he'll be there for the future. But do you know what? When where some justice is needed, the past, the, the goddamn, because he feels because I know maybe he misses one. Maybe he's, like someone dies before due justice can be done to them by him. 
and this army of robots. Yes, yes, it so starts like, with no. one, and that's what this movie is. That's what our movie is. He needs is. to go back in time to deliver justice. <laughs> why does it need? Go get go get for everyone. Okay, why does it need to be Scrappy Doo? <laughs> what do you mean? Why does it need to be Scrappy Doo? Why does this story need to have Scrappy Doo? <laughs> because we have to combine two things. <laughs> That's the whole idea. We started with yeah, we got Scooby-Doo there. the movie. We, we've got there now, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. We can combine any two films, I bet, if we just spend enough time. <laughs> we've got from the Scooby-Doo movie to Scrappy-Doo having an army of time-travelling murder robots <laughs> in about ten minutes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Isn't it wonderful? Wouldn't, wouldn't you watch that? I would so watch that. <laughs> A massive egotistical, like, he's like, wait, gorilla jury, Scrappy Doo in a robot, time traveling and, and torturing villains from history. It's so dark. He just becomes justice. I am justice. I am Scrappy Doo. I am justice. <laughs> Quick to the Rowan Atkinson mobile. <laughs> Quick Rowan Atkinson to the mystery machine. Can we, can we just have Rowan Atkinson like in the film where he's like all teched out like a Terminator? So like his arms turn to guns. <laughs> and he's got a jetpack. <laughs> he's got fucking laser eyes and can travel in time. And instead of just being in his chest, you know, we've got the shrink ray. So he's just wandering around in this giant complex Rowan Atkinson robot. <laughs> I guess in the test sector, were they tiny or did they have a shrink ray? They had a shrink ray. Okay. Then. And and the, it can change its appearance as well. So that's the development. Oh yeah. In the it grew a motorbike on, under itself at one point, yeah, if I recall. It's a very scientifically accurate device in that fantastically scientifically accurate shell. I love the transition of. So he goes out of prison. He makes a better mystery machine. <laughs> he believes that he needs to deliver more justice. His technological arsenal gets so expansive that he becomes basically one of the most powerful creatures on Earth. He gets sort of an insane god complex where he believes that he is justice, the physical embodiment of justice. <laughs> and yes. then someone gets out of his grasp, so he needs to invent time travel to go back in time and torture him, and then... And then his company lives on and on. That's how it basically ends, like, he just goes off and just infinitely goes back in time. Because, like, he goes back in time and destroys one dictator, but when he goes back to the present, Three more dictators came about due to the changed timeline, and he's infinitely just going back and going further and further back and f***ing everything up. And his company's still going forwards as well, his so he's forwards. expanding, filling the entire of time. And I'd like to think that his side project is teaching, teaching more animals to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so going forward, and then there's a whole other, that, and that's this is actually a prequel to Zootropolis. So uh, <laughs> all the animals learn to speak, and they create a new civilization based on that. What happened to the humans? Well, that's another. Well, so that's that, an that's, HCU that's a prequel for to, another to Zootropolis. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, I've got a prequel for Scooby Doo the movie. Go on. Which would be Up, and the man who was teaching dogs to speak with those collars. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> that was you weird. know, all all the uh, Scooby and Scrappy both have blue collars. That's pretty good. Um, that's it. This goes further and further. Do you remember the, um, there was that Michelin web sketch? There was one where they do it, it was the, it was the, the couple inviting people to a party, 
Oh, we should invite Money Penny. She's always fun. Oh, but she might bring that guy, James. James. <laughs> and there's like how terrible he's at a party because he keeps murdering people and leaving guns about. And they do one for Scooby Doo as well. Where they get they invite Fred and Daphne and Velma. Oh no, oh no, then we're gonna have to invite Shaggy, the one that. Oh yeah, that one, the one that doesn't wash. Oh, we might bring he his might dog. Bring his dog. And they go, oh, I feel kind of bad for him because he's clearly <laughs> devoted a lot of time to teaching that dog to talk. It's just not going can't. It just can't. Although the dog's nephew, it's also crap. a dog, can talk quite well. Although he's a bit impetuous. Yeah. No, I think you can forgive that for a talking dog. There's another one where um, it's only on the radio version. They oh, never yeah. did it on TV. Oh, yeah. But they're talking about inviting Hitler to the party. <laughs> <laughs> And they, they really wish he could come, but he's so busy with work these days. <laughs> and they're not quite sure what he does, but they love him. That's pretty messed up. <laughs> it's brilliant. But it's like um, people talk about, you know, the Hollywood land is insular and um, there's lots of nepotism mm -hmm. and no one comes up with new original ideas. This is what they, really they do. They look at popular properties from the past, such as, you know, the Scooby-Doo movies, very popular properties, and that one episode of Doctor Who smashed all the records, all, yeah. all, of, all of them. Um, yeah, they two, two very substandard things here. They smash them together and then change the names, and then release it. Yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's a good way well, maybe that would be a fun thing to do, <laughs> slash really difficult to do. Get a film, and rather than smashing two films together, get one film and break it into two films and say, what two films is this? Existing films or...? Yeah, like two existing films. So, oh. so, so like reverse HCUing, UCHing, where you get one film and you go, okay, what two films could have been smashed together to make that film? Yes, that's, that's good. Well, I'm always doing that. So, um, someone was talking to me about their, their web series idea yesterday. Mm -hmm. and. I told them it's basically the wind in the willows makes train spotting. Oh my god, yeah. Okay. It yeah, it's just like that. It's like it's the it's the pitch. It's the pitch. The pitch. Where you have to That's our new segment, you show the pitch. The pitch. So we break down movies. That's about the pitch is basically the HCU, really, because it's like <laughs> That's what it is, because what we do is we go, here's a film, it's oh, this meets this. We're just going in circles. And here it is. But that's what it is. That's that's I, and then there's the reverse pitch, where you get a film and then you break it into two more. <laughs> wow. Or we imagine we're pitching a film that already exists with two other films that already exist. But imagine the, the first one doesn't exist yet. What? Yeah. So the HCU is a pitch in the sense that we say, here's a new film. And what this new film is, is these two films put together. In the reverse pitch, we take a film that already exists and we imagine we're pitching it as if it doesn't exist yet, using two other films. The reverse pitch. I like it. There we go. From, I think it's catchy than HCU. It's not quite sma movie smash. Or film smash. Film smash. And what happens when you break a film into two? You smash it. Smash, <laughs> smash film. Smash film and film smash. Film smash is such a I'm on board with this. Okay, so the new segment is film smash and smash film. <laughs> Film, comma, smash. Where does that leave the Hollywood Cinematic Universe? Is that just going to rot by the wayside? Well, it's just, it's just a name, isn't it? It's just a name. <laughs> the concept is, is Film Smash. <laughs> it's but just it's a, a catchy name. name. Film Smash. It's a better name. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before you go, I just wanted to leave this message because we're just starting out in this podcast world and we feel like we're just shouting out into the void. So 
If you made it to the end of this and enjoyed it, or if you didn't, you can find us on Twitter. We're called Film Smash Podcast. That is at Joe Jack and spelling of that in the description. So, yeah, if you made it to the end and you listen to us, please just let us know. Get in touch. Thanks.